the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome. You are listening to Hope and Faith Ministry, a broadcast of the historic People's Baptist Church in Boston, New England's oldest African-American church. Hope and Faith Ministry features the inspirational sermons of my father, Dr. Wesley Roberts, Senior Pastor at People's Baptist Church. We're so glad you're here. Dr. Roberts has a powerful message of hope and love for your life and mine. Now enjoy this broadcast of Hope and Faith Ministry, brought to you from People's Baptist Church of Boston. The title of the message today is How to Give Thanks to God. Next Sunday, we will be, not rather next Thursday, we will be celebrating the national holiday that we call Thanksgiving. The irony of it is that very little Thanksgiving takes place on Thanksgiving Day. We are usually very busy doing everything else on Thanksgiving, preparing food, cooking, eating, entertaining, talking with friends, watching football games, reading sale catalogs for Black Friday shopping, and numerous other activities. Usually the only thanks offered is a one or two two minute prayer before the big meal, and that's done by one person. Most blessings we receive are usually taken for granted. Now if you woke up this morning with more health than illness, you are more blessed than six million people who will not survive this week. If you have never experienced the danger of battle, the loneliness of imprisonment, the agony of torture, or the pangs of starvation, you are ahead of 500 million people in this world. If you can attend the church services you're doing now without fear of harassment, arrest, torture, or death, you are more blessed than millions of people uh, in the world today. If you have food in the refrigerator, clothes on your back, a roof over your head, and a place to sleep in, you are richer than 75% of the people living in this world. If you have money in the bank, in your wallet today, and spare change in a dish someplace, you are among the top 8% of the world's wealthy people. Alex Haley, the author of Roots, had an unusual picture hanging on his office wall. It is a picture of a turtle on top of a fence post. When asked, why is that there? Alex Haley answered, 
Every time I write something significant, every time I read my words and think that they are wonderful, and I begin to feel proud of myself, I look down at the turtle on top of the fence post and remember that he didn't get there on his own. He had help. How many of us here have had help to be where we are today? Where did this help come from? Of course, from many places. But um, we wouldn't be where we are today without the Lord's blessing and the Lord's help. Without the Lord's goodness, without the Lord's love, without the Lord's faithfulness. Giving thanks to God is something Christians ought to do every day, not just occasionally or seasonally. The question is, how can we say thanks to God? And the Bible gives us four ways we can give thanks to God. And the first is by singing to him, by singing to him. Psalm 147 and verse 7 says, Sing out your thanks to the Lord. Sing praises to our God. And then Psalm 100, which you're so familiar with. Shout with joy to the Lord, O earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before him singing with joy. Acknowledge that the Lord is God. He made us and we are his. We are his people, the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving. Go into his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and bless his name. For the Lord is good. His unfailing love continues forever, and his faithfulness continues to each generation. There's nothing more healthy for the soul, more cleansing for the mind. There's nothing that makes a human being more happy than singing praise to God. You see, when you sing praise to God, you sense his presence like you don't in any other way. That's why it is important for us to give thanks to God through singing. The psalmist says, shout with joy to the Lord. And all of us can do that, even if we can't hold a tune. (laughs) See, Christianity uh, has been and is a singing faith. There are more songs written about Jesus than any other topic. We need the emotional expression that comes from singing our thanks to God. Music does something for our spirit that no sermon can ever do. When we assemble as the people of God for public worship, we should sing our praises and thanksgiving to God with holy enthusiasm. Not to do so is to starve yourself emotionally and spiritually. We can give thanks to God by singing our praise to him. But the second way in which we can give thanks to God is by praying to him. By praying to him. Philippians chapter 4, 6 and 7 says, Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done. 
If you do this, you will experience God's peace, which is far more wonderful than the human mind can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. Don't worry about anything is one of the most difficult commands in the scriptures. But the answer is in the second part of the verse. Pray about everything. You see, if we would pray as much as we worry, we would have a lot less to worry about. God says don't worry about anything. So when you start worrying, you should start to pray. And you'll see a great difference. The text also says that we are to pray with gratitude, pray with thanksgiving. Those of you who are parents, you wouldn't like it if your children only made requests of you and never expressed appreciation to you for what you've done. If your kids said, only said to you, give me this, give me that, mom, I want that, and they never stopped to say thank you, Thank you for what you have already done. Thank you for what you have uh, given me. You would be upset with them for their ingratitude. You see, God wants us to make our request to him. He is our loving father. He says over 20 times in the New Testament, ask. But he also wants us to be grateful as well. And he says, when you ask, ask with thanksgiving. The more specific you are in your prayer, the easier it is for God to answer it. God wants us to be specific, not just say, God bless my life, as people will say. So the question is, what is a blessing? How do you want him to bless you? The, you could want him to bless you financially, or health-wise, or relationally, but you need to be specific if you want God to bless you. And the more specific you are, the quicker God can answer. God tells us to be specific in our requests. But likewise, he wants us to be specific in our thanksgiving. He doesn't want us just to say, thank you, God, for everything. You hear that quite often. Thank you, God, for everything. What does that mean? Make a list. Say, God, here are ten things that I'm thankful to you today for, for, the, for what you've given to me. In other words, count your blessings. Name them one by one. Be, be specific in thanking God, just as you should be specific in your requests to God. One of the elements of faith is thanking God in advance. Faith is thanking God before you receive an answer to prayer. You see, when we thank God in faith, miracles happen. One of the keys to miracles is a life of gratitude, a life of thankfulness. The more thankful we are, the more God can work in our lives. The Bible says that God inhabits the praise of his people, that he empowers and he uses our thanksgiving as an instrument of power uh, in our lives. Today, as we focus on thanksgiving, on thanking God for all that he has done in our lives, I'm aware that life runs on two tracks. 
There are good things in your life and bad things, always at the same time. Your life is never always all good or all bad, but both at the same time. And we need to pray for each other, especially for those who are going through difficult times, those whose lives are filled with trouble of one kind or another, people who are hurting, and you know that they are hurting. We need to pray for them. Some of you need a miracle. Some of you are unemployed and and, um, uh, need a job real quick. Some of you have lost a loved one. And grief has filled your life. Some of you just can't figure out what direction God wants you to go. Some of you are facing a crisis in your life, in your health, or in your emotions, or with somebody uh, that you deeply care about. Some of you may be discouraged or just worn out by life and the circumstance of life. And so we need to pray as the people of God for one another uh, to, because that's the way God helps us through the church that he has, he has ordained uh, and given to us that we have brothers and sisters who will be praying for us as we go through these difficult uh, times. But we need to be thankful to God. And as we are thankful to God, then he sends the blessings to us. So first, we can, we can give thanks to God by singing. Then we can give thanks to God by praying to him. And then third, we can give thanks to God by giving to him. By giving to him. The Apostle Paul uh, tells us in 2 Corinthians chapter 9 and verse 11, Your generosity will result in thanksgiving to God. The Bible says that thanks and giving go together. If you're saying thanks and you're not giving, you have missed the boat altogether. At the dinner downstairs in Clue Hall following this service, our members are going to make a a sacrificial gift, a Lord today gift, in order to um, advance the kingdom of God here at People's Baptist Church to help us do the work that God has as uh, given to us. Deuteronomy chapter 6 and verse, and verse 10. Celebrate the harvest festival to honor the Lord your God by bringing him a freewill offering in proportion to the blessing he has given you. Be joyful in the Lord's presence together with your children. About 350 years ago, a a group of people called the Pilgrims, we speak of Pilgrim Fathers, decided to set aside a day in the fall in which they would express thanksgiving to God, bring an offering to him, have a meal together, and share fellowship with one another. Today we know that as thanksgiving. And we are going to celebrate that next Thursday. But about 3,000 years before that, God told his people, the children of Israel, to set aside a day in the fall. It was called the Feast of Weeks or the Harvest Festival, 
at which they would bring an offering, express their thanks to God, and share a banquet or meal together. But notice in the last um, phrase of Deuteronomy uh, 16, verse 11, it says, Be joyful in the Lord's presence together with your children. Is the Bible places a great, at least very strong, emphasis on involving our children in the worship of God. We are to help our children grow spiritually. We are to teach them, train them up in the way of the Lord. We are to teach them about God. We, we are above all to help them remember spiritual days of commitment. So that when they go through tough times and their faith is tested, they have memories of how God worked in their lives to encourage them. 3,000 years ago, an entire nation came together to sacrificially build a place of worship to honor God. They prayed and sacrificed, and they gave the largest offering ever. After that offering had been given, their leader, King David, prayed a prayer. It's a prayer that expresses the hearts of many of us today. It's found in Second Chronicles chapter 29, and we'll just be, be reading verses 13 through 16. Now, our God... We give you thanks and praise your glorious name. Everything comes from you, and we have given you only what comes from your hand. O Lord, our God, as for all this abundance that we have provided for building you a temple for your holy name, it comes from your hand, and all of it belongs to you. When they gave, they didn't give out of, or they didn't give grudgingly. They didn't give out of pressure. They didn't give with a reluctant heart. They gave out of gratitude. They gave with thanksgiving. Their giving was the result of their thankfulness. And when you give with gratitude, it becomes an act of worship. It is your way of saying, thank you, God, for what you have done. We never can outgive God. He blesses us far more than we deserve. But when we give to him, we are expressing our faith and our confidence in him that he is a provider of all that we, ha that we have. But uh, finally, we can give thanks to God by sharing a testimony about him. By sharing a testimony about him. In Isaiah chapter 12 and verse 4, we read, Thank the Lord. Praise his name. Tell the world what he has done. Oh, how mighty he is. A testimony is something that we 
we do as, as um, from our own experience. We tell what we have seen, what we have heard, what we have experienced. Nobody can give your testimony except you. You are the authority on your life. If you don't give a testimony about how God has worked in your life, it will never be told. God says that one of the ways we give thanks is by telling our story of how he has worked in our lives, just as we have heard today from, uh, from uh, Jessica and Carrie Ann early in the service. Deuteronomy chapter 4 and verse, and verse 9 says, Be very careful never to forget what you have seen the Lord do for you. Do not let these things escape your mind as long as you live, and be sure to pass them on to your children and grandchildren. It says God wants you to remember how he has worked in your life. The problem is we have such short memories. We forget how he has worked in our lives, and that's why we start worrying so much soon after he has blessed us. But use every opportunity to share your testimony of God's goodness to you, of the miracles he has performed in your life. Others will be blessed by your testimony and God will be glorified. A medical study done some years ago said that people who had the attitude of gratitude and generosity are far more resistant to disease and are healthier than people who are grouchy and grumpy and unthankful. The Bible says in Colossians chapter 3 and verse 17, Whatever you do, whether in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God. Bob says everything that we say, everything that we do, should be done with an attitude of gratitude to God. See, God says, I don't want Thanksgiving to be an event in your life. I want it to be a lifestyle. This is why... Uh, Paul could say in, in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 and verse 18, Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. If you, if you want to know God's will for your life, there it is. Give thanks in all circumstances. And circle the word in. It does not say give thanks for all circumstances. There are a lot of things that God doesn't um, expect us to be thankful for. God doesn't expect us to be thankful for the evil in this world, for what happened in Paris or in, or in Mali. God doesn't expect us uh, to give thanks for uh, the meanness that we, that, we, that we see in our society and perhaps sometimes even in the church family. So when someone gets raped when someone suffers a tragedy, when someone comes down with cancer, when there are hurricanes and, and earthquakes 
and homes are destroyed as well as lives. God doesn't expect us to be thankful for those things. But he says, in every circumstance, give thanks. How can I do that? When there are bad things happening in my life, how can I give thanks in every circumstance? Because of what I know. I know that God sees it all. I know that he cares. He knows my name. He knows, uh, I know that he can help. He has the power to change the situation. I know he has a purpose behind every problem, as we heard earlier. He can turn it around. Because I know these things, even in the dark days, I can give thanks in every circumstance. You see, thanksgiving is the power that can work miracles in our lives. If you start thanking God in the situation before it is resolved, before the problem is gone, God sees that, sends power from heaven to do things you could not even imagine. You see, God knows. He knows the burdens that we bear, the pressures that we feel. He knows the frustrations that we have. He knows the grief that we experience and the help that we need. You see, faith in this, this God can conquer all circumstances. Indeed, faith in this God can defeat all our discouragements, overcome all opposition, face all fears, break all chains, endure all trials, bear all burdens, because we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. You see, God is omnipotent. All power belongs to him. He speaks and it happens. He commands and it is done. He sees all, hears all, and knows all. Nothing escapes his attention. He is above all and beyond all. He is the supreme authority over everything and everybody. His word is final and nothing can alter it and nobody can change it. Nobody is above him nor like him. He always was, he is, and he always will be. And when, and when we ex express our thanksgiving to him, he replaces our heartaches with gladness, our fear with courage, our frustrations with assurance, our turmoil with peace, and our dissatisfaction with contentment. And as the psalmist says, Bless the Lord, O my soul. And all that is within me, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Amen and amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you for joining us here at Hope and Faith Ministry, a broadcast of the historic People's Baptist Church in Boston. We pray that you have been touched and inspired by today's message. People's Baptist Church is a Christ-centered, caring church located at 134 Camden Street at the corner of Camden and Tremont Streets. Our Sunday services are at 8 a.m. and at 1045 a.m. You can reach us at 617-427-0424. Come visit us in person or on the web at www.pbcboston.org. And tune in every Saturday morning at 1030 for another inspiring message of hope and faith. 
Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.